welcome to the Crazy Poultrying Podcast. Once again, here I am, your host, Ian Gaioloco. Although this one's really not going to feel like much I'm the host this time, because with me, as usual, Mr. Nickers Chicken might kind of come across more of the host in this. So thank you once again for joining, Nick. Are you ready for this? I think so. Let's get it done. Yeah, so I don't think that I did mention this in our note review that we did recently, but one of the things that we thought about recovering and reacting to was the San Diego Comic-Con announcements, which they do now every year, you know, Marvel, DC, what have you there about upcoming films, other properties, things coming out. Uh, So this is, it's been a week, so people have clearly probably, you know, given their thoughts and, you know, analyzed things online, but... I've not done that. I don't think Nick has done that. So, and I've not really read much or seen much of this. I've seen three trailers, really, which I'll refresh myself during this. Uh, but uh, I'm going to kind of throw it over to Nick because you're you were following this way more than me because I kind of like to have this stuff kind of come to me just naturally. Yeah. So I like to see them on the big screen. I don't really watch many trailers Unless I'm very interested in it on YouTube, but uh, I'm going to throw it to you to kind of give your start of this. So the craziness that is San Diego Comic-Con announcements happened uh, July 22nd through July 24th. That was last Friday through Sunday. And uh, like Ian said, I mean, it. even if he didn't follow it, it is really hard to follow because there was so much. And they didn't even get to do all they wanted to do, so... Um, I kind of picked and choose certain things that I saw that I wanted to see more than others, and I started with that stuff, whether it was what I wanted to see it or not. And uh, or, I think, or what you thought you were gonna have to see. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's a good point. Um, but most of the stuff definitely was Marvel, so I think we'll go to that after maybe some of the other stuff we were interested in, even the, some of the stuff that was announced a little after Comic Con, but. Uh, as far as the trailers go, um, I think the first one that I watched, funny enough, was Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons among thieves, heroes. I think so. Yeah. Honor among thieves. Um, so we both definitely remember that we saw the one from the '90s, uh, the Dungeons and Dragons. It was this was even before. I even started to do Dungeons and Dragons. I was just like, ooh. Now going back, oh god, it's awful. But Jeremy Irons is so amazing over the top. And I thought I heard about a Dungeons and Dragons, you know, new take and stuff. And I was like, okay, my first thoughts are going to be like Warcraft or something like that. That it's just going to be very studio-filled heavy and... There's probably barely going to be like any kind of like practical, you know, effects and stuff. And then I see Chris Pine is in. I'm like, okay, um, nothing against him, but okay. And then I saw Michelle Rodriguez is in. I'm like, yep, it's Michelle Rodriguez, definitely. Same thing she is in everything. <laughs> uh, my first thoughts are, I really want to show this to all the D&D people I know because I want to know if there's 
any kind of thing that looks like it's from here. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, this just kind of looks like a bloated mess to me. And when that Led Zeppelin song starts playing, I'm like, okay, I like Led Zeppelin and all, but it doesn't need to be here. It's probably nowhere in the fucking movie. <laughs> Very much like Thor Ragnarok. I was like, oh, there's no way there's no Led Zeppelin. And there actually was, but there's no way it's here. Uh, yeah, I just see this as a potential bad one. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to really tell what it's trying to be because either it's going to piss the D&D hardcore yeah. D&D fans off or it's really going to cater to them and that then alienate everybody a lot of doesn't. people and uh I played a lot of D&D you know back in I'd say middle school and I respect the hell out of it and respect the hell out of the game but they're going to get a lot of backlash if they you know <laughs> you know screw any little thing up because D&D fans are you know it's they're pretty it's growing so yeah and Stranger um, Things has helped popularize yeah, that again. Yeah. So just certain things like shows like that, and just it seems to get promoted a lot, and it had like Twitch is a lot doing it a lot too now. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I saw Chris Pine. I'm like, okay, you know, he's kind of like the DM in the in the show, kind of like the Dragon Master. I I, I just feel like he's gonna be like the I feel thing like that make everything go, you know. I feel like he's like the fish out of water that's supposed to be like our guide into it where we're like, what is this? Kind of like what Harry Potter was. Maybe. But I can also see him telling the story too. And I don't know. Well, he's probably going to be the voiceover. Yeah, the narrator. And yeah. then uh, Michelle Rodriguez, this is definitely her kind of movie. Um, uh, Justice Smith is in it. Yeah. And he's, my... he's, all, he's all freaking all over the place. He's just in like random stuff here and there. Yeah, uh, I don't want to say anything against Mr. Justin Smith as a person, but every character I've seen him in, I can't stand. <laughs> Jurassic World being the worst. Um, yeah. The, uh, I, I gotta watch it again, but I, I think I remember the dragons. At, at first yeah. glance, I was like, okay, it looks pretty cool. But then I saw some things that were like, oh, I don't know, maybe... Well, I was I was like initially confused like with that first dragon sequence because it looks like he's just puking, and I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, unless he's like laying down like some kind of flammable thing, but I I don't know of any dragon that does that. I don't either. And um, then like all of a sudden it just did light and explode. So I was like, oh, so I guess that's what it was. He's not a fire breather. He's a tar breather. Yeah, I. I'm leaning towards this being a completely, I don't know, what's the word for it? I'm just seeing another Warcraft. Yeah, I don't. I think it's going to be like it, that. I think it's, it was a cash grab for Chris Pine, and I think he... Well, he, he probably just wants, needs a little bit of money, because his, his filmography lately has been very weird, mm -hmm. because I remember that Wonder Woman 84 was like, the big blockbuster he just recently did. And I really don't recall seeing him in much after that. I think he's done, like, television stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he does have a movie coming out with Florence Pugh, which does look interesting, which is directed by Olivia Wilde. Yeah, I forget what it's called. Um, something Darling or something like that. Uh, but it, it, it has an interesting-looking premise to mm -hmm. it because it kind of looks like it's... A whole society that's just secluded and being its own kind of thing, like a cult kind of thing. Mm -hmm. 
this it looks like he just kind of was like, I need work, and you just want me to be Chris Pine? Okay. I feel like I'll, D&D. I'll be Captain Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> D&D is like a hard subject for some reason, just like Fantastic Four or anything like that for people to like well, get. The, the, and it's, the whole thing with D&D about trying to make it like a film or a, it would be more suited for a series. Yeah, I agree. Because, as some of us know, campaigns can take a while and just to kind of narrow it down to like, you know, an hour, 45 to two hours, I don't know how long this one is. You know, to set up this world, you kind of have to be like a Harry Potter thing where it's like two and a half hours. Sure. Um, but, and then there's just so many different, you know, versions and books that have come out that, you know, have characters and, you know, lore. How do you pick which one to do? Because do you try to go for, like, the one that first came out for those diehard people? Or do you try to go more with, like, the newer ones that have come out? I don't know. I would honestly not want to tackle this. Because there's so much that can go wrong. Yeah. Like, just as much wrong as a comic book. Or just book in general. Because, again, it's so open world, basically. And the odd part about D&D is that the DM usually kind of has to think on the fly because one of the players actually might not want to do what they want to do because I remember I did hear a story about somebody saying that he was like, you know what? I'm just going to go off and do this thing now. And the DM was not ready for it, but he was just like, okay, I got to think on my head. And it was just a complete improvised mm-hmm. subplot basically. Did it cut? Did it come back to the original? I don't know, but he told a very funny story about he just did stupid shit basically because that's what you can do. You can just do stupid shit sometimes. I should know. I'm part of the Blunder Cats, <laughs> um, and we've started like four different campaigns and never finished any of them because yeah. people have different schedules. But I, I honestly don't know why you would want to try to touch this if you just are trying to capitalize on those fans, like you said. Yeah, and try to get their money. Personally, and even like the, I mean, the best directors today wouldn't, I don't think, touch that. Even like the top tier, I think it just, it's just this, I think it's the fan base, man. It's just the different, different animal. Well, because the, the only director that first comes to my mind about being somebody that ex- can explain like open world, basically, is Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> Because otherwise, because otherwise, then I look at Kevin Feige for Marvel, but he is not a director; he's mm-hmm. a producer. Like Denis Villeneuve took a novel that is thick and and like really explored it very well, and there are not many directors that can do that. No. And because he'd be my first choice, I know he's too fucking busy for Dune. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And, r- and right now, he can make as many of those as he wants uh, that he needs to tell the story. I absolutely agree with you. 110%. I, I just hope he keeps making money so he can keep making those. Please. Well, you already know I'm down for that. Okay. But uh, So moving on, the next yeah, trailer. That, Dungeons and Dragons, so our final thoughts on that? I don't think it's going to be great. Yeah, I don't either. Okay. Well, on, on to something that I think will be and that I'm very intrigued by... Uh, because the first three I think we both loved, and that's John Wick 4. 
So, uh, definitely my initial reaction after watching that teaser was, holy shit! Right? Um, yeah, like you said, uh, we're both a giant fans. This, this, this right now was my favorite Keanu Reeves trilogy. I think it's way superior than The Matrix. Uh, I think also, I've heard some people jokingly say this, that Keanu Reeves just can't act and shit like that. I'm like, this franchise is actually shown in showing his acting chops, especially that first one. I still think that first is probably some of his best ever. But this action choreography is just amazing, and I'm just like, how can they try to top each other? Mm-hmm. Um, I also like, I, I don't know the actor's name, but I've just started to notice him. Uh, he seems to be kind of talking to him in the beginning with Donnie Yen. Is that who it is? I think so, doesn't it? Um, because he's also in Bullet Train. Yeah. That's it. Um, he was Scorpion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. He was the best thing in that Mortal Kombat. Yeah, correct. Uh, you know, and I, I love the line that he give, that they have him give. You can't kill everybody. And then it shows him throwing an axe in a guy's head. I'm like, oh, yeah. I think he can. Uh, yeah, ever since uh, the end of John Wick 3, Parabellum, uh, I initially had, like, this whole gut reaction of, really another one but right now they've done so good at opening this world up um, especially at the start of two and then a little bit with three um, I'm very interested I kept on hearing things that they were going to be doing like a series like exploring that world that didn't have John Wick um, which I was actually kind of into and I thought that's what that uh Hotel Artemis was supposed mm, to be yeah. and I think everybody kind of fell for that because it initially was making money and then they're like no that's not what it is um, but and kind of the also recasting of like the main villains and stuff like Bill Skarsgård is this one I'm like oh him without makeup for like one of the first times in a while so I'm kind of intrigued with that um, and I mean yeah it's just a question of so this is, if Parabellum was basically to set up the war, uh, this should definitely just be a full-on war scene and stuff. And I kind of hope that it's like 85% action with the story beats like in there. Um, there's only, because there's only one part in three that I was just like, well, this got a little exposition heavy and stuff and it kind of slowed the pace down other than that I still really liked it um but and then, but the weirdest thing to me was the fact that it just shows John Wick not John Wick 4 or chapter 4 because I know that the official title is chapter 4 which I was also kind of like huh they didn't try to throw in like another word you know like parabellum was like Yes, let's find another French word that means this. Because <laughs> that's what that one meant that I had to find out, which was prepare for war. So I was like, oh, now I get it. Um, but yeah, no, I'm still very invested in the John Wick character. I'm very interested to see. I am just now wondering how many of these are there going to be. Will this be the final stand, or will there be just one more? Or are they going to try to do a whole 
universe franchise and thing, and that's where I'm going to be like, oh no, we're taking this simple premise and stretching it to the nth degree, and it'll ruin another franchise that I started to love. But I'm I'm just still always down to see Keanu Reeves in an action movie like this. I was actually late to the John Wick party. I, yeah. Well, I was I had, too. I had not seen it in theaters, and uh, I think I actually watched the first one when the second one came out, just because I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch the first one and then just watch the second one in the theater. And I didn't really think anything of it because you know Keanu Reeves is hit or miss at that mm-hmm. point. But I think this is arguably his best work and definitely most consistent work because I think John Wick has actually gotten better as it's gone on. I think 1, 2, and 3 were great, but I'd, I'd put them 3, 2, 1 right now for me. And um, this fourth teaser uh, doesn't really sway me the opposite way. It, it still looks like it's going to be great, a lot of fun, a lot of action, a lot of death. Um <laughs> And seeing Bill Skarsgård as the villain, I mean, that that immediately, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm I'm down with this. And then Lawrence Fishburne, I mean, it's like, still, on. still have Ian McShane. Yep. Um, um, Clancy yeah. Brown. Is he's, he the got his sidekick? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's good too. And just I don't know. I, right now, it, it I hope it does end with this one because this has got so much of momentum. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's literally hasn't stopped from one to three. It's continuous, holy yeah. shit moments. This is I think that this is like the only one of those that seems storyline wise took a break mm-hmm. because the first one basically ran into the second one, and the second one really did run into the third one. So, but because of how the third one ended with you know. John Wick being like very very injured and you know Force Whitaker bringing him to like basically like their new lair or whatever he would clearly need time to recover from all that <laughs> uh, so this is like going to be like their first one where it's probably going to be like you know probably a text on screen like so and so later which I don't know if you necessarily need that, but probably because you're going to go with... There might be some stupid people in the theater if we're going to have to put how long it's been. But, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not going to have any issue in watching the first three before I watch Ford. You know, mm-hmm. it's just... just I'm, it would be just to get my mind ready for four, but, you know, I'd, I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it. So, yeah. I am definitely excited for John Wick 4. Please be in Marvel now. Uh, yeah. He wants to. I hit. know, and he. There's so many different things he could be. I, I thought he could have been. Um, oh, shoot. Yeah, blanking me right now. He could have been a good. Uh, he's got the freaking animal around his chest. Uh, Craven. Craven. Yes, he would have been an awesome Craven. But you know, I think he'll eventually, you know, sneak his way in there. Right? I wouldn't. I don't know why they would wouldn't cast him in it, but I think eventually down the line. I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming up, and so there's potential for him to be in it. Which he would be the one of the oldest recruits. That's true. <laughs> but I feel like the age has done him well too. Yeah. So. I mean, him, Elba. Yeah. Right. You really wouldn't look at them thinking they are that age. I know, right? So, sad that I, you know, I don't think I would be that way, but whatever. Yeah. All right. So moving on, yeah, we both want to see John Wick 4, yes. no doubt. Uh, I think a couple more movies we'll talk about before we get into the Marvel stuff. 
and actually I'm going to go into a TV series too that mm-hmm. had a trailer but I think we should talk about one that the trailer or the teaser kind of showed I think it was the day after uh, San Diego Comic Con and that was Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio yeah this I had re- recently mentioned to you that I heard about that he was doing a Pinocchio movie about like a year and a half ago and I was just like well that's interesting because you know Pinocchio is an open IP and there's definitely been several versions now of him and like there I don't see Guillermo picking up this project unless he feels like he really has to say something and when I then found out that it was going to be all stop motion I was just like okay well you know very different way because this is not you know hand-drawn or computer generated um which but what's funny is now there that this is going to be coming out is that there's another pinocchio that recently come out yeah. that is making the headways because it had Polly shore as pinocchio <laughs> and i was just like you know i feel bad for gilmore because now that is like so much because i feel like that's the two things that people think of now whenever they hear pinocchio they think of the disney animation and then this fucking ridiculous computer-generated voice by Polly Shore. So this is going to have to definitely make some headway to kind of break through that. Because that CGI one was so recent. Um, which I'm kind of thinking or hoping that this is coming out next year, hopefully. I could be wrong, because that CGI one didn't start to make the scene until this year which funny enough it was originally made in Russia (laughs) so it was dubbed for English and of course who do we get the most annoying person ever (laughs) it's coming out November on Netflix okay yeah November's looking kind of stacked yeah Um, but yeah it kind of gave me like a Nightmare Before Christmas kind mm-hmm. of vibe, yeah. but more colorful. I'm guessing that's supposed to be uh, Jimmy Cricket. I think so. In the tree, yeah. When it gets cut down, yeah. um, and uh, Hugh McGregor's that or is he? Uh, he's, he's definitely the narrator. I don't know yeah. exactly. Because I also saw that Ron Perlman was in it, and. I could see him being the voice of Geppetto, too. Yeah, I'm not sure, but... I mean, yeah, it's Ewan McGregor, David Bradley, Gregory Mann, Ron Perlman, Finn Wolfhard, Kate Blanchett, Christoph Waltz, and Tilda Swinton. So, I mean, I don't know who's playing who, but it just looks friggin' cool to me. I... I, Guillermo del Toro and stop-motion animation, it just... That comes together. I'm immediately interested, and, you know, I... Stop motion films just, uh, what's the word, fascinate me a lot yeah. because of how much work goes into them and uh, patience goes into them. And I don't of, know how long this movie's taken to, to film or make, but. Well, I, this is probably, so, well, cause, just because it's on Netflix, I'm thinking Netflix did put some into it, but I could just see Guillermo putting like his own money into this because I know that because the last stop motion that was like generally positive was Missing Link 
Yeah, yeah, really good. And but that was also one of like it like his worst box office performance. Yeah. And that's the thing, like those cost a lot of money to do. So that's why that they don't happen. It's true, and I, I feel like a lot of people aren't going to see this, and because of maybe it'd be more accessible to them because it was on Netflix. Yeah. I feel like if it was in theaters, maybe they wouldn't see it as much. But I still feel like, I mean, Guillermo del Toro's mind is like so not 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 in the wrong way out there, yeah. and I like that about him. Um, I don't know if it's, that's going to knock the movie off for people, but I yeah, I'm definitely intrigued by this movie. Um, now, one thing though is that because it's that open IP and people just make it, you're constantly going to get asked like, you know, how are you to this version? And the version that everybody talks about is the Disney hand-drawn mm-hmm. one because it's one of their all-time best as far as like, you know, drawing, storytelling, and just emotion in it. So that's my kind of question is how close will it be to that? Because it, it already has a darker tone, mm-hmm. because it has Geppetto at the graveside of, I'm pretty sure, his son. I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. And then it has him, you know, cutting down the tree, which is something we never kind of saw Geppetto do before that, which Jimmy Cricket just happens to be in there, which I was also like, are they trying to make Jimmy Cricket look like he has, like, a mustache or something? Um also, will he actually talk though? Will or is he just the narration? So, I mean, also it's like we we have no idea if Guillermo del Toro has been a Pinocchio fan and if he's had this in his brain. Well, I'm forever. sure he has. And I got just got a feeling he's been he's been kind of hiding, putting this off to the side, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna you know really taking this to the next level. So I mean, we're gonna see. And at the start of it, he already has a long nose. Yeah. Will his nose grow with a lying bit? <laughs> because the last good nose growing lying bit was Shrek 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I certainly am not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you are wearing ladies' underwear. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, that's the thing is that I don't know how much comedic there will be in this because, and also how much is he probably drawing from the original book? I also see him like being a fan of like those darker yeah. takes on them, which were actually the originals. But no, I'm it, it, as soon as I see you know Guillermo del Toro's name on there, I'm like, well, I know I want to check it out because um, I think the last kind of studio-ish film that I felt like I saw from him was Pacific Rim. Because mm-hmm. then after that, you know, he's in like Shape of Water and. He, he doesn't actually do a whole lot. He also does a lot of producing and things like that. Because when it's a project that he's going to do, that he's passionate for, he's going to take his time with it. Which we saw with Shape of Water and that winning this picture. So, no, I'm I'm very curious. I was curious when I heard about it. So, now that there's actually a trailer out there and I saw kind of how it looks. Um, and I know he's a wooden boy and all. He's technically naked throughout the entire thing. Yeah. Is anybody going to bring that up? <laughs> See if he's got wood. <laughs> this coming from a wood. Yeah, right? I, I'm, I'm going I'm to connect to this real well. I can already tell. Yeah. All right. Another one I was pretty intrigued by it was just also announced a little after. I think it was around the same time as Pinocchio is uh, 
the prequel to X and Ty West does return to this and it's called Pearl. Yeah, uh, when when X initially came out, I was kind of like, I was like lukewarm on it, but then as I kind of really thought about it more, it's grown more on me. And the fact that afterwards I found out that there was like a stinger at the end, I was like, what? Yeah, I missed that. And uh, then A24 recently posted the like the actual full trailer because I looked up what it was at the stinger at the end on YouTube and I was just like oh okay well we're apparently going to get a prequel because that was one of my things with X where I was just like there's almost like nothing really explained about these characters and as I now came to realize Pearl um, which why she was like this and things like that um but I, I just love how this trailer has like that vibe of like so the the trailer and the feeling of X was like Texas Chainsaw this kind of feels like a riff on like Wizard of Oz because like the font styles and stuff and uh, the fact that they they have to do the pun of the, an extraordinary origin story and uh, this being about Pearl looking like that she, you know, apparently is taking care of, I guess, her folks and parents mm-hmm. that are, you know, clearly can't move around. And she, she then, I guess she's talking to her, like her husband that's an ex, you know, when they've been meeting and stuff. And she's like, things would be so much better if they were dead. <laughs> and he's just like, what? Like, Nothing. <laughs> so I'm like, Okay, so clearly this woman has definitely has some dark issues in there because she also is obsessed with getting fame. Mm-hmm. Because I initially thought, like, X had, like, the feeling of it dealt with, like, beauty and, like, the construct and things about it. Um, I could see this being, like, a thing, though, of, you know, wanting to be famous because, you know, you're in this tiny town and... Even in the trailer, they have, like, auditions happening, and they're like, they only pick one girl out of here. Um, and then, of course, they're like, we're looking for somebody with X Factor. I'm like, I yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, but there are just small snippets of things that just already get me just going like, whoa, what the fuck? Right. And the biggest one, I'm pretty sure there's just a body that explodes for a half second. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't, we didn't get too much of a view of that, but I think it was just the general happening of it at the time. Yeah. It's like, whoa. And then there's like a quick flash to like a tub that's filled with like dead animals, I think. And I was just like, ugh. Um, and then like kind of setting up like some of the thing tools that she used in X, like the pitchfork and things. Um and I just love how this thing that looks, you know, bloody and satanic, you could almost say, she, of course, has to go up to a goat. Because, <laughs> of course, they have one. But uh, it's never going to be a black Philip, so. Because <laughs> it's clearly a white goat. Uh, the fact that this is apparently coming out this year. I think so, yeah. Which meant that they filmed these, like, in back sequence. Yeah. Yes. Comes out on September 16th. So, not that far. Dang. So, the trailer wasn't lying when it said coming soon. Yeah, right? Sometimes that's kind of a 
alive, but this is definitely right on point. Yeah, and uh, also though it's then I just because I thought of this because when I mentioned like the Wizard of Oz kind of feeling with like the text and things. Um, so my question now is, so she's clearly seeing like the like beginnings of like the porn industry basically. There's a moment when she's in a cornfield and she looks at a scarecrow and then we see I'm pretty sure an orgasm face. <laughs> Does she fuck the scarecrow? <laughs> or is it the other way around? I'm pretty sure it did not have a choice. <laughs> but now I'm pretty sure that scarecrow from Wizard of Oz is kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> What do I not have? Oh, a brain or something else. There's another kind of connection with Wizard of Oz. But I did read a little bit into this, and uh, it takes place during World War I. Okay. And, uh, which I believe is like 1918, 1919, somewhere in there. But, uh, yeah, like you said, I, r I really wanted to see the premise of the, I call it the death cabin, the massacre of X, where all that stuff happened, and... Uh, I read somewhere where this was, uh, the cabin was once used as a boarding house for people of war. Yeah. And I guess it's going to go more into that. So, yeah, I I love the movie X. I, I, I'm i pretty excited for Pearl as well. I think it's, I think the prequel was the right way to go. I think if they would have done a sequel, which I hope they don't ever, ever do. And again, um, I don't know how you would. Yeah, I don't either. That's another thing. So we've, we've seen situations like that to where, how, how would you make a sequel and they end up doing it anyways? Because, you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> because of the weird twist about X was that, uh, what's her name? Uh, Molly Go Mia Goth. Mia Goth. Her character kind of was like, I guess, Pearl reincarnated almost. Yeah. Or a different version. Mm -hmm. But then... And then, like, the little twist at the end of, like, that she actually, like, grew up in, like, that religious kind of setting, yep. you know. It's like, hey, that's my dad the yeah. whole time. And it's like, whoa, okay. Oh, uh, that, okay. Now with this, it's like a... So I... Which is just, like, that whole funny vibe of us when we were watching X and when she's, like, kind of, yeah. like, you know, oogling <laughs> Mia Goth. And I was just like... Is this like Mia Goth oogling herself? <laughs> yeah, well, it, I'll read you a little paragraph it says right here. It says, mm -hmm. Lust, Lusting after the glamorous life she has seen depicted in the movies, mm -hmm. a collision of her ambitions, temptations, and repressions arrive, creating the villain she feared she would become. So, yeah, definitely sounds like it has like that. Because of her upbringing and, you know, restrictions and, like, what she has to do and stuff, and she then sees, like, you know the supposed glamorous style and stuff which they also did do a decent job in x of showing that this is not actually that glamorous it's pretty yeah. down and dirty yeah um but just like and her clearly her mental capabilities just you know wanting to break out of this any way possible so i I'm think I, I think that's the thing i think she she felt sheltered but i think, I think she finally wants to get out of that shell yeah but getting out of that shell is apparently murdering Yeah, people. I guess, yeah. Well, <laughs> by any means necessary. I mean, I'm all for somebody coming out of their shell, but once you start killing people, I kind of, I can't really defend That's a shell you. I don't want to come out of. Yeah, uh, some, you know, expand their, you know, horizons and personalities. 
Others apparently grab a pitchfork. <laughs> Still, though, I want to know how apparently this person explodes. I just want to know a lot. I mean, yeah. The trailer is just like, oh, I want to know how that happens. I want to know how that happens. And yeah, we're going we're gonna to find cl- out. We're, we're clearly going to get that crocodile again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to find out in like little over a month, which is hard to believe. Yeah. I feel like we just saw X. Yeah, I mean, I think it came out in March. Mm-hmm. February so. or March. I think it was March. I can't get lucky not to have it in February. Um, I do want to go over one series before we move on to Marvel and DC, and that is... One that intrigued me before. Actually, it's a really long trailer. It's like three minutes long trailer, I believe. And that's Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Huh. Okay. Because uh, the only thing going into this prior that I had was I saw the initial teaser that came out. I'm trying to remember if it was either like towards the end of last year or the beginning of this year. And then I just remember, I'm not going to talk about this too much. There was just arguments online of the race of people and characters. I'm like, these are fictional fucking things. You don't have to talk about the race being a factor here. So I'm going to let that go now. Um, So now my kind of questioning with this is, so is this taking place before The Hobbit? I think so. Because... It says that Galadria is that one woman who Kate Blanchett played yeah. in the originals and in The Hobbit. So clearly it's her much younger, and I guess being kind of like actually a warrior in some way. Um, and then there's like the, I guess, talks of Sauron and stuff. Uh, so is this like him like coming up? Because. It sounds like there's some kind of legend behind him. And again, I don't know the deep lore onto this. Uh, I've only ever watched The Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, and I kind of read one of the books, um, which is Two Towers. Um, And even there, I don't really remember if there was like kind of deep dive. And my initial thought was, so I, I heard the announcement that there was like an, a show coming out about Lord of the Rings, and I was like, okay, we just had this very mixed and even leaning a little bit heavily on the negative reaction of the Hobbit movies. Um, I mean, we kind of have stated that we think they're fine. Uh, if anything, it kind of helps develop Bilbo's character a yeah. little bit. Um, it just got to the point for me where I was like, after the original trilogy, I was like, okay, you know what? I understand the feelings of Legolas about how he's perfect, basically. Yeah. Hobbit kind of put that to the next degree. <laughs> so that's in the part in uh, the last one where he like climbed up the rocks and they were falling. I was just like, oh, shut up. <laughs> um, and then when I heard that Amazon Prime was doing this, and I'm like, well, so this is a billion-dollar company, so I know they have money for this, probably. Uh, I just didn't know how much practical there would be. I know there's going to be CGI. Um, and this is also, though, coming off of Game of Thrones, which was a herald as many, including myself, as one of the best shows 
they've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then it takes a giant shit on the final season. So you're obviously going to get that comparison now because it's a show. Um, I mean, I am going to be intrigued to check it out. It's just that there's so many, uh, especially now from what I've been gathering of Amazon shows that I still haven't watched. Mm-hmm. Amazon's um, loaded. Yeah. The top two for me that I still want to check out is Invincible yes. and The Boys. Yes. Yes to both of those. Um, I just know that, you know, Boys is what, on its third season now? Fourth? So I'm like, well, that's going to be like a, I'm focusing on the boys, whereas Invincible, I'm pretty sure I could get out. Well, that's what I need to do with Stranger Things, just because the last season's so long. I just gotta, oh, I know. I just got to focus on times that I can actually watch the episodes. But Well, let's put it this way. I took I Damon had a full week had almost a full week of being by himself at home. Yeah. He told me he watched the first episode Monday. He told me Friday he think he was on like this the third episode. <laughs> He's like uh, I mean I was able to get through it in a timely manner on a weekend. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was my biggest well one of my kind of biggest gripes with Stranger Things was I don't think it had to be this long, especially with the fact that the two before the final episode are an hour and a half, and then the final episode is two and a half, and I was just like, what in the fuck? These do not need to be this long. Um, So yeah, and I see possibly the first episode of this being an hour and a half, to set up everything. You're probably right. And probably like, you know, 45 mm-hmm. to an hour for the rest. Probably season finale being an hour and a half to almost two. Um, and I want to say that I do think that the money is there so- sometimes. Uh, there was a couple of CGI moments where I was kind of like, ugh. But this is a trailer, so probably not everything is finished. Um, I will, however, say... This has one of the most boring names ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rings of Power. How many times can we say rings? Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. <laughs> I mean, at, at least, you know, the original trilogy had different names. So, For my take from this is, I think you were correct. I think it's actually before everything because it literally says the legend that forged the rings. Yeah. So I think, to me, that sounds like the beginning pretty much and the setup for a lot of things we saw in Lord of the Rings. Um, I think Sauron's going to be in this. Uh, the orcs looked really cool. I, I did see some of them. I saw big ass Balrog and I they're going to have to use a lot of CGI for that. I, I guarantee you they're not finished with that. No. But he looked freaking cool. Um, but is he going to be saved for the end? I don't know. And is he even in the first season? And then there's going to be more. See, we don't know about all that stuff. But I got a feeling Amazon Prime, being the billion-dollar company that they are, they put a lot into this. And they were they jump, probably jumped immediately on that to get the rights to it. Well, if anybody, you know, could afford, yeah. because it was a bidding war. It was between Amazon and Netflix. But Netflix, you know, while they have money, they're also in debt. So that's always the question with Amazon of, how can you afford to do this or spend this? Because we constantly just always see that you're actually in debt as far as financial. <laughs> hence, and Amazon is not in debt. Hence Netflix going to the 
um, was it the paying more for the no, no uh, ads? I believe I heard. That's the constant rumor. Yeah. That they're going to do that because that's one of the tier systems with like Hulu and Peacock and stuff like that. Um, Disney was also the other one that was trying to get this. Really? Yeah. Wow. That would have been interesting. And the fact now that they actually have rated our stuff on Disney Plus and something I, I can't wait to talk about. Not not deep into it, but we're going to talk about something coming up. Um, so, yeah, it, if it wasn't for, you know, how I said that Game of Thrones kind of left me feeling, mm-hmm. this is now what that's going to get compared to. It's going to be like, oh, so you're like Game of the new Game of Thrones, but will you stick the landing? And the fact that this is a prequel, we know that if there's certain characters brought in, that there's not going to be tension there, because we know that they, you know, live on. To yeah. Be, that that's like some of the battle sequences with Gladria. I was just like, well, I know I'm not going to be concerned about her, which is always my problem with prequels. Um, and I am just kind of wondering a little bit cause, just because of what I have to go off of. And I don't know because I didn't necessarily get this from Kate Blanchett's character. And, you know, it's her acting. This one looks very wooden. <laughs> very stiff. Now, I don't know if you get a pass with it being elves, but I don't recall her being like that older. So... I it it's definitely gonna fall under the I'm still intrigued because I do love Lord of the Rings movies, but gosh, am I concerned with how yeah. this could go? I'm definitely indifferent. I'm like right in the middle because I could really love this, and I guess the Lord of the Rings trilogy is one of the greatest of all time. There's no debating that. And then you could go the way of you know not being as exciting or good as the Hobbit movies, which, like you said, we're fine. Or it could get boring. And, and it's very true. And it could, you know, be too long. See, we don't know any of this stuff yet, but I, I, I'm i intrigued, but I'm also a little worried. Yeah. And that's September 2nd, so yeah, another thing coming up. I guess the most recent thing we've talked about that's coming up. Is that? Two weeks after that is Pearl. Yeah, okay. So. All right, well... We're going to move on next to, we're going to start with DC because Marvel is just a lot. Um, well, and as you'll probably say, there's a thing with DC. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll talk about that first, actually. It was actually supposed to have a lot more content this year at San Diego Comic-Con, but let's just say the issues with Ezra Miller and what he has got going on with his life basically stopped anything to do with Flashpoint. I think they've filmed the whole thing, actually. They have. And they, they still don't know what they're going to do with it. And I feel bad for everybody involved with that. And Other than Ezra. Yes. I, he's, well, or that's, another, <laughs> that's another day. But so they, they canceled all of it. So I guess that was supposed to be a big portion of it. There was supposed to be a trailer. The panel was supposed to be there. It was supposed to be, it was supposed to be that, Black Adam, and Shazam. Those were supposed to be the big three. I don't know about Aquaman. I don't know why Aquaman wouldn't have been announced either, like a new trailer. There, I've only seen one thing of news come out about Aquaman, and that was that Ben Affleck Batman's. I did see that. Yes. Okay. That's been the newest thing involving yes. that. 
So it was supposed to be those three, and I'm sure Aquaman would have been in there somewhere, but they had to cut it short, and Marvel's just like, oh, we're going to jump right in. I mean, though, both of those, Aquaman and Flash, they're facing some things right now. They they have huge issues, and I I don't blame San Diego Comic-Con one bit for not dealing with either of them right now because it's not the time. But I guess we'll... I'll first talk about the entrance for Black Adam, which was, <laughs> I don't know if you'd call it over the top, but it was basically The Rock coming in, hovering in his Black Adam suit, and nobody expected that. I mean, I mean, we're kind of like, okay, he's going to show up, but nobody expected him to just float in, and it looked like he was flying. But, yeah, I don't really think they announced anything extra with that, and I think we've already seen the trailer. I, I have a weird feeling that he really wanted to do that. Yeah. Because I could see anybody that runs that show and things like that, and if DC execs were there, they're like, "You're not doing that with no. him. Yeah. He could fucking get hurt." No, I saw that. I saw that San Diego Comic Con didn't want him to do it. Yeah. And they're like, "Well, you know, we don't want to be responsible for any of that, and it's the freaking Rock. Come on." And so they're like, "No, no, 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 no." But then they you know, Rock's like, "You know what? Let me do it." Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> it was a definitely a grand entrance, and. Uh, I guess we could briefly talk about Black Adam because I think we've both seen the trailer. Yeah. And um, I mean, I I'm still intrigued because again, it's a character I know nothing about. And then villains too. Yeah. Um, and even though there's some characters in there, well, I don't even want to say some. I think only one, <laughs> uh, which is Hawkman, which is the only one I know of. Yeah. But that's because of Justice League stuff. Um, but like his backstory and things I don't really know um I just knew I just remember hearing that this is something that Dwayne wanted to do for a long time and I don't know if they would have if Shazam was not as successful as it was um because they even establish in Shazam that Black Adam does exist yep they just don't say his name um so yeah I and the fact that from whatever I have heard about this, as far as like the vibe of the trailer and you know some of the writing, not to cut back to another show that I keep hearing about, it feels a lot like The Boys, <laughs> except maybe a little bit of comedy in there instead yeah. of you know the gore, mm-hmm. because the part that always that everybody says it feels like The Boys in some way is when he <laughs> hits that guy, <laughs> it just goes flying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I just laughed every time I saw that. Um, and the fact that he's a, an anti-hero. And Which I don't know how close that is to the character, because people have been talking about how he's not quite that. I don't know, see, because I'm not familiar. See, yeah, but I was watching a panel of people that were talking about it who have kept up with like the reincarnations and different versions, and that's actually kind of close to what he is. Yeah, his current version. I think so. And if you look at what his story seems to be, it would make sense. Because, you know... And I, I did like how somebody made the joke of... He, he yeah, he did get killed, but he got killed in the worst way. 300 style. <laughs> you know, cut and kicked off the cliff. <laughs> um, but I just would... I was one of those people that just didn't see... Dwayne possibly being this kind of a character. I thought he was just always going to be the good guy. Other than Doom, <laughs> where he did play the villain. 
uh, and the fact that this has so much money in it, and the cast in there, you know, Pierce Brosnan, Doctor Fate, baby. Yeah, who I'm excited about I that. I know nothing about. That's that's probably the most intriguing character I think in the movie for me is going to be Doctor Fate because there's been different interpretations of him as well. But I think I feel like Pierce Brosnan is going to bring something different to Doctor Fate. Yeah, and from what I've heard about his thing is because it mostly is involved with Egyptian yeah. mythology and yep. stuff. And when I heard that and I saw Pierce Brosnan was this character, I was just like, Pierce is nothing Egyptian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then it actually got explained to me that when he puts on the helmet, he is taking on an That's Egyptian right. god. Yep. So I was like, oh, okay. And some people dispute this, but others have said it is. Uh, Hawkman actually can be Egyptian. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know. <laughs> um, he definitely did look interesting. His wings and stuff looked pretty cool. And the other complaint that I was kind of hearing some people say is that there are so many other characters. Um, I don't... The was, big was ass the, dude. Yeah, uh, I forget his name. It, he looks like a take on the Atom. Yeah. Um, kind of looks like uh, Ultraman. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he really looks like Ultraman. Which that, which that was another thing that, they, that I've heard people say is like, you know what? This is actually starting to show that these companies have the same superpowers. They just different title. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like, I'm getting Ant-Man vibes yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I could see that a potential negative like there's so many characters you know where you lose Black Adam and stuff and we have mentioned this but that's just also because I've heard other people mention it wow this trailer feels like Black Panther yep <laughs> down to some of the yep. you know movements to the music, music and I was just uh, like hey they saw how well Black, Black Panther was received they're like make this look like Black Panther from DC <laughs> and I bet you The Rock was like oh yeah yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, not too much to go off that, other than I know virtually nothing about a lot of these characters. So, so I think that's why I'm a little more intrigued by it because you know I, it was the same way going into Shazam. And Shazam absolutely blew me away. So I hope this does well. You know, especially specifically for The Rock, because like you said, I know he's been wanting to do something like this for a while. Um, I think it's going to be most interesting to see if Shazam is involved in this. Or if Black Panther is involved in Shazam, because they are connected. Black Adam. Black. Black, Black Panther. Black Adam. Um, I think that at there will be something involving Shazam at the end, you know, like a stinger or whatever. And then basically the same thing will happen with the new Shazam. And that'd be totally cool with that, because you know Zachary Levi and The Rock. That's gonna be pretty awesome. Yeah. Um. And, you know, this is starting to now become the new competition with Marvel and DC is that they're doing these more, like, obscure characters that some know but not everybody knows. And I'm like, Marvel, you are kind of been, like, eh, on your new ones. DC, now how are you going to do? Yeah. Just, just because I still have not watched a couple of things from Marvel, especially on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. They've been kind of... In the bed right now. So, yeah. I'm intrigued. 
it'll at least be fun. So, yeah, I, that's a perfect segue into the one I'm definitely most excited about, and that's is it, it Shazam? Is it Fury of the Gods? Uh, I think it is. It's something like that. It's the second Shazam movie, and I I knew that was going to be the the headliner because of how well the first one was received, and I, I'm really excited for it and yeah. seeing everything about it and. So surprising villain or villainesses? Yeah, I did not expect that to be the cast. I did not either. Um, with Helen Mirren, I was just like, "What?" Yeah, right. I mean, she has been in another comic book property, which is Red. Yeah. But you know, this is more like mainstream with DC. So. Um, yeah, and there's like that weird comedy thing of like that he's in therapy, <laughs> and. I, I guess they're still kind of going with like the thing of him trying to hone his powers because he even crashes at one point again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So really then, nice. so then my kind of question is how long has it been since the last one? Um, what's uh, his like best friend? Oh. He he looks like he's gotten a little bit older too. Yeah. Um, he was an it. Yeah. Little kid was. Mm-hmm. Dang it. I never watch it. Yeah, I don't remember, but yeah, I know you're talking about. Um, and I I have not looked this up just because all I did was watch the trailer. What was there some kind of casting change with another person which plays uh, Billy Batson's uh, foster mom? I don't know. Because I thought it, she looked different. I could be wrong. Um, you might be right. <laughs> it's, uh, but yeah, and you know the fact that this is like the Shazam family. I guess this is their first time outing. But I am kind of wondering: are they going to have like the whole, you know, we're not getting along, so they're going to separate mm-hmm. just to come back for at the end um, against Helen Mirren and who's the other one? Lucy Liu. Lu- yeah, Lucy Liu. Um, which. Yeah, with somebody that I thought that could have been like a superhero like that, but I didn't know if she could nowadays, but apparently she is, so. Uh, yeah. I only had a couple of personal criticisms with the last one, but I still overall enjoyed it. So it'll be interesting to see if this is going to take a slightly more serious route. Or if they're going to try to still mix in the series and the jokes, so yeah, I know I'm going to see it. But. Oh yeah, we're all yeah, we're definitely going to see it. Definitely intrigued. Um, uh, like I said, DC's panel was a little shortened this time, but uh, now it's on to the main attraction, mm-hmm. which I feel I feel like we should start with the shows that Marvel announced before the movies because there's an endless amount of movies, and I think some of them are actually shows. I don't know the ones they announced for later on, but the four main shows. Or actually, I think it was five main shows they announced mm-hmm. for Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Were uh, What If Season 2, yep. I Am Groot, mm-hmm. uh, X-Men 97, which I think that's the original, and then continuing that. Um, Spider-Man Freshman Year, and arguably the most intriguing one was the TVMA, Marvel Zombies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which one of those did all those have trailers um I don't think 
don't think any of them did, actually. I think they just had pictures. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Groot might have. Yeah, so, no, I and Groot did have a trailer. And, oh, what the... Yeah. <laughs> when the... It's like a tiny war that's happening with him and, like, these tiny little creatures. Uh, it, it seems like they're trying to make, like, you know, the epic vibes just on a very small scale. And the fact that apparently he just farts and a leaf comes down and, like, yeah. just destroys. <laughs> oh, it... The, and I think it's probably perfect and very intentional that they're saying that these are shorts. Yeah. Because they're probably like, well, we probably can't have this character, like, carry, like, a 20-minute, mm-hmm. you know, show and stuff because he literally only has... I am Groot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know. It looks like a lot of fun. And, you know, I guess because of the size of Groot, this probably is taking place between uh, Guardians and Guardians 2. Yeah. Because he's a teenager in Guardians 2. Mm-hmm. And especially when uh, Infinity War and stuff like that, because he's almost like... In Thor... Yeah. Teenager as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, for what it is, for being just apparently five shorts, I like the visual style. The animation looks fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm. <laughs> I mean, and they're shorts too, so literally that, like you said, that's literally perfect sense. And being and being how small he is, and how he is, literally three words that he ever says. So yeah. it's like, how do we? And apparently, it is Vin Diesel. Yeah. So. And how we and then like how do we branch off that and make it? Did you mean that? No. <laughs> but awesome. Uh, branch off of that, just three words, and how do we make this like a fun adventure? I guess but it kind of does look like an adventure. Or is this like a prequel before group meets? I don't know. Rocket. I think so. Because he's so, not. It looks like he's on like a different thing himself. Somebody mentioned like a baby rocket. So I don't know how that would work, or if that was in Guardians Three. I'm not sure which which they announced that for, but some somewhere I saw it was a baby rocket. Yeah. Um, I could kind of see this like being like 11 minutes. Yeah. Like say, like Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah, I'd say like 11 to 15. I think 15 would be like probably the the, the cap, you know, the highest. But yeah, that one looks good. Mm-hmm. We can discuss a little bit about the other four. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll start out with Spider-Man Freshman Year. I really... I don't know when it takes place or much about it, but I, I did see that um, Charlie Cox was returning as Daredevil. In the, in the series, but he's so. the voice. Yes. It's so his it's voice. An, it's, so it's animation. Yes. Is Tom Holland? I don't know. Because that was my thing, is that is this Peter Parker or is this somebody else? Could it be Miles Morales? I mean, it could be. I don't think it's Miles. Probably not, but... I don't know. I don't know much about it other than that big Charlie Cox announcement. Even if it is his voice, people are really excited about it. Well, let, let's be fair. When Spider-Man No Way Home happened, what was one of the biggest pops? Yeah. When he was canon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, yeah. That was a, that was actually a lot of people's that I have seen. That was their favorite cameo. Uh, then we have... I'll let you talk about, more about it. What if season two? You've seen the first season? Yeah, and I 
I'm still mixed necessarily about how I felt about it because when I had heard about the initial what 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 if is, I was very intrigued, and then somehow they kind of started to do that, but then shifted it into like a flowing narrative to connect to the MCU, which. I kind of understand, but that also kind of felt like that goes against the core of what What If is. Um, which is what I did see it was a lot of people's issues, was it just kind of turned into, you know, another thing to expand the universe and to connect back to the MCU. Um, I thought the animation was pretty good. It did take me probably, like first two episodes to really get into it though um, because it was like that mix of hand drawn CGI and uh, I mean I did think that the voice acting was pretty good and we did see though like those characters especially one of those characters pay off in Doctor Strange um, so uh, that, that was it just ended up turning into like a show that I was very intrigued by because of what I heard the reference was to well this just turned into another show at the end um i know that some people probably loved it and the fact that chadwick boseman's voice is also in it also probably helped uh see season two i'm like so are they going to continue the narrative that was established in this first season or will they try to go back to you know the like weird violent original ideas uh, because we've clearly established that the multiverse is messed up so going into it I don't know what to expect um, I probably will watch it because I'm sure there's going to be things that will connect back so yeah I feel the same way about the first season you know I thought it was good. I really liked uh, the animation was interesting. Um, it definitely felt connected, especially Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. The second season, I feel like if I had to guess, it's going to be more catered to the stuff coming up, mm -hmm. like the, the future phases. I think it's going to be connected to the future phases. That's just a guess. I, I have no idea, and I really haven't said anything either. It's yeah. just pure guess. So yeah, that that that's there. Uh, the next one is X Men '97, which I'm just going to say now arguably has the best opening theme of all time. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, one of my favorite series as a kid. I remember watching it all the time. Um, it ended abruptly, and they announced, I think it was a couple months ago, that they were continuing it. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't sure if they were keeping the original show or the original episodes the same animation or they're updating them and how they're going to do the new stuff so i don't know if they're keeping the same animation i don't know if they're keeping the same voice actors i think the people involved are all the same mm -hmm. but i don't know where it's going to go and i saw some of the you know i saw the the main seven or eight x-men that were going to be in a gambit jubilee wolverine <laughs> cyclops storm Jean, Jean, Professor X, Jean Grey, Rogue, Beast. I think those are like the, the main core. And they're bringing all of them back. And I heard Magneto is actually going to be the leader somewhat. Yeah. 
Well, because of what I was then told, that that's how it ends. Yeah. Is that Professor X actually goes away and Magneto actually takes over the lead. It's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely have memories of watching the show, too. Um, it just was during that time where I wasn't really focused on, like, you know, the long storytelling and stuff like that. I just watched it for the animation, and I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, but I also fell out of it kind of relatively quickly because I got, you know, into other things. Um, definitely Batman kind of took that over. Um, and the fact that this is apparently continuing, actually after that original series is definitely interesting uh, and then it kind of makes you go well now I gotta go back and watch all that again because now is that gonna be canon um, just like how I'm like I don't care technically now those extra movies are canon <laughs> I don't yeah. I just don't include the really bad ones because they amounted to nothing as far as I can tell. Yeah, that's plural. Bad ones. Um, yeah, X-Men 97, I'm pretty intrigued by. But the one that kind of surprised me and a lot of people, because I remember hearing the reaction to the crowd, was the TVMA Marvel Zombies. Um, I don't think there were... I think there were just pictures of this, and it looked pretty out of the ordinary for Disney. And specifically to allow something that was TVMA, because I didn't think it would ever exist. But then they just released both Deadpools and Logan on Disney Plus. Yeah. So I feel like the new Bob Iger left Disney. Yeah. I don't remember who stepped in for him, but I think this new guy is a little more lenient towards adult stuff. I don't know. I don't know what other how else to say it. I feel like that he finally somebody finally is discussed within the powers that be what is popular you know and what is going to be popular in the future mm -hmm. i feel like if they open more doors and horizons that it's just going to lead to better things well hopefully that you know because this was the growing thing especially when cat when a uh, falcon or soldier started is that they were like maybe they're realizing their audience is also older so more adult content can be on there so I mean, yeah, I don't have really much to go on that because I just know it's Marvel Zombies and that it's TVMA. I'm like, okay. I mean, the only little bit of that that I've seen was that What If episode and yeah. then Doctor Strange. Yeah. So. And then, I, mean, I mean, I'll probably check it out, but I just don't have much to go on. Yeah, I don't either. Um, and I guess real quick, I'll announce that Deadpool 3 mm -hmm. will be rated R. Yeah, which is what everybody suspected. So, that's... Because if it was PG-13, nobody would want to go see it. I know, it. and then it will uh, Hugh Jackman reprise his role. He said that would be the only way he would reprise his role. Is if he got to work with Ryan. Yep. Sheesh. Boy, would that be a hell of a surprise if they kept that under wraps. Yeah. I'd be like, whoa, okay, that, that just brought a whole new level to this movie. Okay, so, on to the 
Well, I guess I'll start with Phase 4 <laughs> of Marvel Studios, because um, there was a lot. I mean, it's like, let's see. They announced 25, I don't know if all these are movies, I think some of them are series, hmm. but 25 different projects between August 17th of this year and summer 25. <laughs> so basically, I mean, they, they've got a three-year plan of something. After so, these 10 years of plan. Yeah, good God. I mean, it's a lot. So phase four is ending with... Wakanda um, Forever. Wakanda Forever. But there's a show that got announced, I don't think it was last year, but they've had a couple of trailers for, and that was She-Hulk. So yeah. She-Hulk and Wakanda Forever are the last two in phase four. Yeah. So... And I'm, I mean, I'm in, <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm definitely intrigued with Wakanda Forever because I was so concerned about what were they going to do and things like that in this trailer. Oh gosh, they're just going for the emotions here. Yeah, I, I kind of teared up. Uh, it are, and then it already broke like a record of how many times people have viewed the trailer. Um, still... Definitely has some questions about it uh, because number one, the number one thing that people are saying that I've seen people saying is like, how are they going to say that he died? Yeah, that's going to be because some have speculated that they're going to say that he died like how he really died of cancer, and people don't know how they feel about that because it's a little too close to home. Um, but. Because this is a death that happens off screen. It's not like how when Infinity War happened and he turned to dust and everybody was like, oh my gosh, he's he's gone. Um, or we could go the Independence Day 2 route with Will Smith. Oh gosh, training exercise? <laughs> and just a picture, a post, or whatever the fuck it was. No, it would be an oil painting. <laughs> It would be an oil painting of Chadwick Boseman oh, in the suit. Oh, man. We've And we already saw a graffiti thing, which is perfect. Um, yeah, that, was, that mural that was sad. And it does also seem like there's definitely a power struggle for the throne. Because I got the impression that uh, it's uh, Angelica Bassett yeah. plays his mom. Yeah. She is kind of at the throne now, because I think she would be. And it kind of looks like some people are kind of questioning how she's going about it. And uh, someone I heard made this uh, comment where he also was happy that Angela was getting apparently a bigger role. Because, like, she was good and fine, you know, in the first one, but she also was not a giant role. This one, she, like, talking more and she's like kind of seem like she's giving like monologues too because she's actually a well-trained actress and she and i heard her say like this line of i lost everything which then some people were jokingly saying i'm pretty sure sherry is right there <laughs> <laughs> or maybe this is happening you know after supposedly something happens to sherry i don't know um but they're also introducing apparently one of Black Panther's biggest Venom Ven, uh, villains from the comics, which is Nan, Nandor or some. Man, he, I don't know. He's yeah. from Atlantis. Namor. Namor, yeah. 
um, because that's like their biggest power struggle is them and the Atlanteans mm-hmm. and you know some people are speculating like how does this you know crossover and stuff and it actually kind of looks like we're actually going to get his backstory too which I'd be, I'd be cool with that yeah because uh, I, I made the joke that it looked like they were messing with Atlantis or Avatar and then I was just like oh it is actually Atlantis so then it's just funny that Disney's kind of bring up that relic that they had too which was Atlantis Lost Empire um, so I mean and of course then the big thought is who is going to be the new Black Panther because they also I, I actually had to be reminded of this they don't have the herb anymore because Killmonger destroyed yeah. it all, yeah. and the only one that got left was the one that brought Chadwick Boseman back. Uh, so what are they doing for that? Uh, now the suit, though, that appeared at the end had a little bit of a gold tinge to it, which did remind me of Killmonger. Killmonger. Um, but then it's like, who is it going to be? Of course, one of the biggest polls is Shuri to be the new Black Panther, which... I, I mean, I'm sure I'm in agreement with you. I think as an actress, she is very good. But she has problems with social media. <laughs> and she needs she doesn't hold back her opinions. Mm-hmm. And she says some pretty shit that should not be said. <laughs> That's what got her in trouble in the first place. And I don't know if you want her to have that big role. Now, I did hear an interesting thought about how to go about that. Not have one basically have multiple people become the Black Panther. And he said, have Shuri, have, uh, gosh, his name, uh... M'Baku. M'Baku. Who I love. Yeah, I'm who actually would have been my poll. I, that's, that was my, that's who I think it's going to be. Um, and then there's another character that is getting introduced in this that's getting their own series, Ironheart, I think is her name. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because right. there's like a Tony Stark kind of thing that mm-hmm. happened where she's like you know banging on a metal suit and like a heart thing comes yeah. out and they're like oh that's what it is <laughs> so I mean I've already stated that I'm gonna just say that Wakanda Forever is gonna be the biggest blockbuster this year it's gonna make the most money I mean look at the viewership on YouTube yeah <laughs> they, <laughs> that just they, they have the fan base they had the new fan base that they got for Black Panther and then you just add the real-life Chadwick Boseman thing. And Kendrick Lamar is returning to do the second soundtrack. Yep. So, And the first one was amazing. It's one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard in my life. So I think I'm really excited to see where it goes. Um, he, also, he also bought like over a thousand people's tickets to see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it could go a number of different ways as far as deciding who the Black Panther is in the movie. I think it... I think I feel like they're going to go the multiple route, but I think M'Baku would be a really good decision. Um, he was one of my favorite characters in the first one. Uh, he was a beast. Yeah. Well, could he fit in the suit? Well, but that's the thing is that the final shot of that, that is not a giant person. Yeah. That's <laughs> a is, pretty slender person. This guy is ginormous, so... So that's why I'm thinking it's going to be Shuri. I mean... I, I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. It's it's gonna be nuts. I got a feeling the theater is gonna be crazy for this movie. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, it's probably gonna be like the No Way Home kind of vibe. Yeah, I agree. As far as um, 
She-Hulk, the animation. I think it's gotten better. It's gotten better, but it's still... I mean, I feel like, you know, it's coming up in mid-August, and they'll, they'll work out a little bit of kinks, like with the mouth and everything. I, I still feel that, that kind of that's a, an issue, but uh, I'm pretty intrigued by it, and then especially seeing um, Daredevil appear yeah. at the end of the trailer. That was like, whoa, okay. all, the, all of a sudden, you see whoa. this, like, CGI, like, thing pop up, and you see the two sticks. I was yeah. like... Oh, it's like oh shit. So, but I do like the interactions between her and Hulk. I think they were pretty funny, and I feel like it's going to be a lot of comedy, but also mixing the law stuff. Well, I I've heard that this is supposed to be like definitely a heavy leanance on the comedy, especially it being a courtroom drama, uh, comedy. Yeah, but there will definitely be some superhero aspects. Uh, I mean, I also try to be a little bit lenient with the CGI because I know it's not a movie budget. It's a show budget. And I think now it looks fine. As long as the script and the characters are engaging, I'm going to get over it. And as far as I can tell, also She-Hulk is apparently like living up to what she is in the comics. And... Also, here's the other thing. People could complain all they want about that CGI. Everybody knows everybody is thirsting after her when she is She-Hulk. Yeah, she's hot. Yeah. She's smoking hot. Uh, and uh, this is also the only way we can continue to get Hulk, too. Because they do not have the full rights to Hulk. So. Well, that's... Uh... And that's phase four, and that ends. That's in August for She-Hulk and November for Black Panther. Now we continue on to, oh my God, twelve projects for phase five, and I'll I will go through them all and, and name them, and we can go through the ones we kind of know something about, but these are movies and shows. Mm-hmm. So we have, funny enough, February seventeenth, twenty twenty-three. Ant-Man, Quantumania. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Spring of 23, Secret Invasion. Yeah, that was the big thing I was hearing. May 5th, 2023, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Summer 23, Echo. Which I was like, I'm not sure what that is. I don't know. Summer of 23, Loki Season 2. July 28, 2023, The Marvels. Oh, yeah. Uh, November 3rd, 2023, and this is one I'm really excited about. I hope it's good. Blade. That that just has so many questions. I know. Fall 23. Ironheart. Yep. Good call on that. Winter of 23-24 is Agatha, Coven of Chaos. And I believe that is Charlie Theron. Uh, right? Yeah, I think that's... Because it's, the, the lettering in this is purple. Yeah, that probably is. Um, spring of 24 is Daredevil Born Again. Holy crap. So is that a movie? I don't know. That's a good question. It just it doesn't really say. It just says when it comes out. Uh, yeah. May, May 3rd, 2024, Captain America New World Order. Hmm. And that'll be... Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Anthony Mackie. Yeah, Anthony Mackie's first yep. solo as Captain. And then the final project and 
Phase 5 is Thunderbolts, July 26, 2024. So we have those 12. Yeah, which there are just numerous ones on there that I'm like, yeah. I have no idea. But I guess we'll just go over. Like I said, I think Agatha is Charlize Theron. That's going to be interesting because I really virtually know nothing about her character. I only recently heard a little bit about her where, if, if that is her, she is actually the daughter of Domrongu. And funny enough, she actually becomes the future wife of Doctor Strange. I was going to say, and she has the ability she, to open portals. Yeah, she becomes a big part of Secret Wars. I mean, that that could be a huge movie right there. Um, well, we could talk, briefly mention Blade. I mean, I respect that casting and all, but I just, I go back to what I know Blade as, which is Wesley Snipes, <laughs> with some of the stupidest but funniest dialogue <laughs> I ever. Love it. Um, of course, Blade Trinity left a lot of people mad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even Wesley Snipes at one point didn't even <laughs> want to open his eyes, so they CGI'd his eyes opening up, and once I saw that, I can't unsee it. <laughs> and just taking it from, like, that, like, kind of dark, almost humorous, to what I'm going to assume is actually more brighter and trying to be, like, not necessarily... But if the writing is like this, if we compare it to the writing for the last one, Shakespearean? I mean, I don't know, because the way that I would have gone about it, if I was looking for somebody to cast his blade, I would be like this. Okay, you can get this job, but I have one thing I need you to do. I need you to say this line convincingly, without breaking laughing. Which is, some motherfuckers think they can ice skate backwards. <laughs> because to this day, that's like, what? <laughs> but Wesley Snipes pulled it off. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously I'm going to see it. I can't say I'm not going to see it. But it's a new take on Blade, and all I've ever known is Wesley Snipes. So. Yeah, I, I don't know really know how... I mean, I'm excited about it because I love Blade, and... I heard Marshall Lee was going to play him, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I love Marshall Lee. But he's definitely really different from Wesley Snipes. Oh, yes. And I feel like they cast him because they, they knew the direction they were going to go with it. So. Well, they also I, wanted more pedigree. Yeah. I mean, we just said Charlize Theron. I mean, again, we, we, we don't know the pedigree that they can get now. With now, uh, you know, Mahershala Ali, who is an Academy Award-winning actor, actor, Charlize Theron, Academy Award-winning actress. It's like, uh, apparently everybody but Daniel Day-Lewis is coming out that's, to this. That's the thing. It's like all these, we literally could keep seeing just people be like, yes, me, me next, me next. And you, you, you need an easy paycheck? Right. He'll pay up. Uh, okay, so I think we'll go Secret Invasion. I don't know too much about it. I've heard about it, and I've seen some of the comics, but I don't know what it's going to be about. Echo, no clue. You yeah. said Ironheart was going to be kind of in Wakanda Forever. Yeah, that's probably where she's going to be introduced. Yeah, which is fine with me. Marvels, I'm, is that is that, Miss, is that Captain Marvel? Because um, from the lettering, it looks like Captain Marvel. Like, like the, how, how does the S look? 
Yeah, because I'm going to maybe guess that they're going to... Just because I've not seen the show yet, uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah. Which, boy, that has some feedback on it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I don't know if they're going to now combine... Because she is apparently a Captain Marvel fan. So I don't know if they're going to, like, combine, basically, Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel. That's the Agatha. Yeah. And I immediately go to Charlie's there, because that... That's all you have. Yeah. Okay, so, then there's other ones we don't know. You know, there's Loki Season 2. Yeah, and first first season I really liked it. Yep. Daredevil, I mean, that, even the, whether it be movie or series, it's going to be Charlie Cox. The, because it has a secondary title, that's the only thing that makes me think it's going to be actually a movie. Yeah. But the titling is also interesting to me because it's Born Again, right? Or Reborn Again. Born Again. Which is weird because it's also like they're trying to be like a winking thing. Because it's like, hey, remember Daredevil? He's, he's born again. Because, you know, remember that other version? But I felt like the show already kind of did that without yeah. having to wink. True. So the title is the only thing that's thrown me. I don't quite understand what they're going for with that. And But, I mean, Charlie Cox has easily been my favorite casting as a character in Marvel in general in the past ten years. Yeah, that's... The only one that kind of rivals him is, you know, Tony Stark. Yeah, that, that was a insane casting. He was, he's like he was born for that role. And the fact um, that he actually is blind. Yeah, it's, it is an incredible story. Thunderbolts, and don't know too much about it. Yeah, I don't like know. I said, Captain America, Nord Order, we know it's Anthony Mackie. I'm excited to see his first movie. And it's New World Order? New World Order. Are there going to be wrestlers? <laughs> oh, for life. Um, so the two that I think we don't really know much about, but I think... That we could probably talk about a little bit more is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which I don't know. I, I've heard some things that are going to be introduced, which I'm excited about. One because I just finished the Guardians game and it was absolutely incredible. Um, and then Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania. There's been some things announced about that too. So yeah. I guess we could start with Guardians. I don't really know. You apparently have more if they're saying that it's from the game that's canon. Yeah, I don't. I don't I, think I I just now associate with Guardians of the Galaxy going off and doing their own thing, so that's why I don't know how to prepare for it. The, some of the characters that were in the game are getting more introduced in, this, in the movies. Mm. Specifically, Cosmo the dog. He was a big part of the newest game. Wasn't he in the first in, one? I think for brief, very brief. He's like in the collectors. Yeah, and he's basically, basically he's basically like an alien dog, and he's got cute puppies, but in actuality. He's really powerful. Yeah. He's, he's, he's Russian. And it's just funny hearing him talk because it's a dog and he's like got the Russian accent. I think he's Russian. Maybe I, I, I don't wonder know how that, that. I wonder though how that will play now. I don't know. But just seeing what their interpretation of him will be in the movie compared to like other interpretations of him. But he was really good in the game. I don't know if it's connected in any way. The, I don't know. And he's a pretty big part of Guardians, Cosmo is. So I don't know how he's going to be incorporated um, and how what they're going to do next. I aren't maybe we, aren't we supposed to though get a holiday special before this? 
on I Disney Plus? I don't probably. Because I thought I keep on seeing something about a holiday special. I don't know. And that might actually be more of like an introduction to what might hap- be happening. Um, but I mean, other than the fact that they go off to I guess help more people, you know, after Thor: Love and Thunder. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I just know that they're going around helping. Yeah, it's it's definitely a hard one to guess, but uh, uh, all, all, all I can speculate is that there will be humor, there will be heart, and there will be soundtracks. Yeah, a lot of eighties and nineties. I got a feeling. Yeah, James Gunn. Yeah, um, and then Ant Man Lost Quantum Mania. I, ugh, I don't know. That seems like a. It kind of reminds me a little bit. Not in the sense of different universes, but as much as, much as the multiverse of madness had in it, this looks like it's going to have a lot in it as well, and connect to like multiple things. And I've seen Bill Murray's going to be in this. Don't know who has. I was like, what? But they announced Modok, and he's one of my favorite villains in Marvel. And they're finally going to do him in a movie, and it's going to be interesting how they do him because the show was awesome. Yeah, um, and that's the question: Is the Hulu show, I don't know, connected or based on him? <laughs> is Pat Oswalt the voice? Oh, he was so good. But um, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, Modok can be really funny, but also, like I said, a menacing villain, and he's he's definitely got an odd shape to him. He's got the the, ti- yeah. the tiny arms and tiny legs, but he's got this huge. Well, it's hard to. I think it's his head, but I, I feel he's, he's in like a suit, so it's hard to see if it's actually his head or his body connected to his head. But he's got a big head. When, and when I when I saw the images of Modok, because I didn't know who Modok was, yeah. and this is just because it's my brain. It looks like Krang. Yeah. Kind of looks like Krang bit, without yeah. the body thing. Just a little bit, yeah. And you know. Clearly having your brain like an actually more secure thing, <laughs> other than you know being in the stomach region. Um, but I mean, and the the weird thing is that they're also kind of going off of like the whole quantum realm, which is in the last one, which I was like, that was supposed to be like the most interesting part of the film, and they didn't really explore it that much. Uh, I mean. And, of course, Paul Rudd and Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer, who is... It'd be nice to see a little bit more of that character, too. Yeah. Because we barely really didn't get her, but... Always seeing those two, uh, especially Paul Rudd, is always nice to see in the Marvel Universe. He always looks the same. Yeah. You don't need to de-age him. (laughs) When the first Ant-Man come out, like, 2014? 13? Maybe 12? Somewhere yeah. in there, but I think I think it was fourteen. I mean, he looks better now. Look at him in Halloween. Uh, it's true. He it's looks the same. Or yeah, and the Friends. He, I mean, literally, he's drunk as hell in that show. And then like, people years that are later. people that are constantly looking for like how to keep them young yeah. should be trying to steal his DNA. Apparently, yeah. maybe his hidden doctor or whatever. I don't know. I, whatever. He does not. I I don't know. I don't want to <laughs> presume anything, but he does not seem like the kind of guy that does that. <laughs> Um, but he and he's also easily like the nicest person out of all the Marvel people. Wait. Okay, so I got. I told you there was eight unknown ones. Yeah. 
and I actually just looked it up and I found actually nine. Which the eight is outside of Deadpool three, so we know Deadpool three is happening. Shang Chi Untitled sequel. <laughs> Halloween special. It's called Mar- Marvel Untitled Halloween Special. Now is that I don't know who would star in that or whatever, but that's pretty interesting. Spider-Man Four. Yeah. Armor Wars. Untitled Wakanda series. Wakanda series. Series. Okoye, which is interesting. Wonder Man. And Nova, which I know what Nova is. So that that has to do with Guardians, and that was actually in the game, too. The Nova Um, 4 and everything. He he wasn't referenced in the second one, was he? Maybe. It's been a while since he's seen the second one. No, because that was Adam. Oh, yeah, Adam Warlock. Yeah. Who was going to be... Actually, I didn't even think about that. He, He was a big part of the panel for Guardians 3. And it's... I forget the guy's name. But he was in... Um, yeah. The Florence Pew. Uh, Flowers. Midsummer. Oh. He was the guy in Midsummer. Her, her main guy? He's uh, And he's gotten huge. Like, it's like he... People made fun of him. Like, like I guess as a kid, I guess he got bullied in real life as a kid. And he's been in all these movies. But he got big to be out of Warlock. Hmm. And I was like, whoa, that's a big transformation. I actually think Florence Pugh's dating him. That, that, that <laughs> there is just so much weird now. Right? Because that was like one of the most toxic relationships I'd seen and recently. I forget how he got killed that summer. It was weird, though. He got put in the bear suit. That's right. Oh, yeah. That was him. He, he got numbed yeah. after he impregnated someone, and then he got put in a bear suit, which we made a Nicolas Cage joke. <laughs> And then he got set on fire. Yeah, and that's Adam Warlock. So, and but then the fact that if he's now in the MCU, she's in the MCU. Yeah. Which yeah, when is her Black Widow thing gonna happen? Don't know. I didn't see anything about that, so it might be well, way she, further down the road. Well, she'll probably like be introduced in something again. Oh. So. And then the we're gonna move on to the last three. Those are the ones I just mentioned. Were all Phase Six untitled. Mm-hmm. And I just figure out the titles on But the, the three main ones I feel like, maybe out of all these, is the three that they announced are Phase 6. And that was Fantastic Four, which is mm-hmm. November 8, 2024. Um, Avengers, The Kang Dynasty, which is May 2nd, 2025. Sheesh. And Avengers Secret Wars, which is November 7th, 2025. And <clears throat> so they're only, the Avengers movies are only... Six months apart. Wow. So they've had to film back to back. They did, yeah. And I found out that um, the uh, Destin Daniel Cretton, who directed Shang Chi, is directing King Dynasty. Hmm. So I'm 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 all for that. Yeah. So I don't know much to go on. Because the only thing of King is from Loki. Yeah. And, and we knew it was kind of leading to that down yeah. the road. And that was that was what that friend of mine speculated that he thought it was leading towards Secret Wars because of what he was noticing. Yeah. So it, again, with all these questions and things we were starting to have with 
what Doctor Strange had proposed, what these other things are saying. But like I said, we can be confused right now, but when we see the end product, everything can make sense. And it's called Kang Dynasty. That means it's like everything. I yeah. feel like, and he's gonna have a some sort of a backing, whether that be more villains or I'm not too familiar with Kang. I know of him, and I know of some of the things he's done in the comics. But and I know there's different gonna, versions of him. Yes, and that's kind of Secret Wars. He was a huge thing in the comics, so that's that's going to be a big. Um, Hurdle to tackle, but I don't even know who would be up for that. That's going to be insane. Um, but one brief thing uh, Fantastic Four, though. Yeah, I saw. Will they introduce Doctor Doom at some point? <laughs> and I've been hearing that it's not going to be Johnson. That's, that's correct. So I that, saw the guy that they're, they're talking about being him. And, I mean, that is the only thing that was going to then make that Doctor Strange thing either mm -hmm. feel weird or slightly a slap in the face of everybody that wanted that. Yeah. Because apparently John Kaczynski didn't even want to do it. <laughs> but he just, he did it to shut everybody up. He's like, see, I've been fantastic. I've been Mr. Fantastic. Now leave me alone. It's like I was Reed Richards for about... <laughs> 10 minutes <laughs> you guys can yeah. shut up now at best 15 yeah yeah so I it's a, they could introduce Dr. Doom or who's the other I mean outside of Galactus because we all know we're not going to do that uh, yeah yeah I hope that's down the road but I, I heard Dr. Doom and I heard somebody else I heard Craven. yeah Craven. Craven or Dr. Doom I heard those are the, the two that they were thinking about Craven has been the one I've ever talked about for the longest that has never happened. Which, to be fair, I don't know how you do it. Um, Beyond Reeves. <laughs> okay, well, but besides casting. Yeah, yeah. That's um, true. It's, that's a different hard character to some, pinpoint. But, but some, I heard some people speculating that maybe there's going to be an inkling of Doctor Doom in Wakanda. Whoa. Which I was just like... Wow, that would be one hell of a tease, because then you could try to do the whole Thanos thing again. God. I don't know. That and would like, definitely be like, a shock. Like, briefly establish something that's just like, yep, that character's involved, and then you don't really see him until eight films later. <laughs> and Doctor Doom is definitely some a villain that they have to get right, because in the lore... He is arguably, I know he's a lot of people's favorites, and you know he's a badass. And what they've done to him so new, far. He's from a different realm, right? Yeah, he's Latvia. I think so, but he's very smart, very calculated, and uses magic. Yeah, and he's, you know, he's, and like a lot of times when I was growing up, I thought he was indestructible. Mm -hmm. And what they've shown for him so far is just. I don't know. I, I, if, if you want to go back to how they portrayed Fantastic Four, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. I. You have to save that for a different show. They definitely have their hands full as far as bringing Fantastic Four to what it should be. because. It, well, it's either you have a lot to live up to, or you're like, 
we just need to be, make the bare minimum <laughs> because be, because of how low the bar has been set for these people. But the last one was Van Forstig. I mean, as long as it's better than that. But as far as Marvel history, they're very important, so you have to treat them with respect. Yeah. So. See, that was a lot. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sick so much. It's like my brain's going here, there, and everywhere. And it's the just... fact that DC yeah, I... basically had to pull out of a lot of their stuff. It's just like, yeah, there's a whole lot there. Uh, and even including things that I would not have even thought that would have been brought up. Yeah. Uh, no, that that is definitely a uh, supposed future destination because everybody says that if you're a true comic nerd and stuff, you have to go to San Diego Comic Con once. And I've seen video and photos, and it looks amazing. So I definitely want to, would love to go out there. That's yeah. that's definitely the part of California I wanted to visit so badly is San Diego. Yeah. Uh, Especially for the longest time that it was the best weather possible. Yeah. But it has apparently gotten hotter over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, our first time talking about really about trailers and stuff and things like that. Yeah. Uh, mostly because I never know how to really feel with a trailer because I'm like, this is either exactly what I want to see or, God, this lied to me or, you know... I, the thing that I always go back to is that I thought that the X-Men First Class trailer looked awful. And then it ended up being one of my favorite of the X-Men movies. So I'm like, I never try to judge too much, but also when it comes to like, you know, deep dive into this stuff, I'm like, I don't know who these people are. I don't know what this is setting up. All I'm hoping is that it makes sense. And God, they just keep adding more things that apparently I now have to watch. I mean, Kevin Feige and the rest of them just literally put a blueprint three years in advance. So they know what they're going to do as far as how they're going to get there and how they're going to do it and cast and all that stuff. they got to figure that out. But the fact that they have a blueprint, whereas a lot of things, a lot of people don't, and we were talking about that the other day. It was like, where the hell do they go from here, you know? They've done... They've taken out a lot of the main guys, you know, and they're, how are they going to introduce the lesser-known superheroes and supervillains? And I feel like, you know, this has a lot of potential to do that because I don't, there's, I could count probably six or seven of those. I have no idea what they are. They're just hoping, though, that they can find a success of introducing characters like Guardians. Yeah. And possibly Shang-Chi. Oh, yeah. And then people that they feel confident and in taking these projects because they're the people that you're that could easily do it, you know, have stuff that ideas in their mind they could give it to somebody. God, I hope it never comes to this, Michael Bay or somebody like that. Please God. <laughs> I I think I have a feeling that Disney and Marvel have something in place to where they're like, we do not hire Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> they they stick with a like a core group of directors it seems like that that or they bring on directors to see if they you know can provide something like because they will have a unique vision but it then turns into if it's successful for them or you know if they start to go off the rails with like their own kind of ideas and things and they're not listening because 
Each director is given a template that they have to follow. They're only ones that kind of tend to stray away from it as much as possible. Are people like Taika Waititi, um, geez, I, James Gunn. Uh, I think that the person that did do it probably a lot and then tried to come back was... Uh, oh, jeez, I'm forgetting. She just won Best Director. Uh, did it with Eternals. Oh, yeah. That's terrible. Um, Remains right there. Yeah. But you know, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that that the director of Shang Chi is taking out one of those Avenger movies is definitely a sign that they liked his action choreography. Well, yeah, and then he's got his second Shang Chi movie, which I'm sure he's going to do that too. So it's like he's got yeah. Kang, he's got Shang Chi, and yeah, it would be weird if he did not do the second. I know. <laughs> But it's like having Black Panther again without Ryan Coogler. That's true. That's very true. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, uh, guys, that's kind of our thoughts and reactions to the San Diego announcements. Uh, overall, we're very intrigued, mostly because there's numerous things on there we don't know anything about. Yep. Uh, but, you know, this hopefully will give some clarity as to what the MCU especially is doing um, because like we said there are two giant DC properties that they do not know how to go about it so. yeah they're they're in, as much as I've liked some of their stuff recently DC is kind of in a mess right now I, I hate to say it and w, I don't know how WB is going to get out of that especially the um, the whole flashpoint thing because as much money as they put into that and how excited I was for this before this stuff I was I was lukewarm yeah I, I love flash I know you do too so I'm, I, I really like flash I just was like Ezra Miller as the flash I was like eh. yeah and then the other thing to me was nobody was talking about the flash when this got brought up they were talking about Michael Keaton as Batman. I was oh, like, yes. because of course, when you say that a Batman is in a property, that's all the people are going to care about. Just like how Ben Affleck's going to be again Batman in the Aquaman 2, apparently now. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was, I was, I don't know, I was really excited about him coming back as Bruce Wayne. He's my favorite Batman, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna go. Uh, ben Affleck, him and the picture of him and Jason Momoa was pretty funny that he shared with them, like hugging each other and <clears throat> teasing each other in the, the production and how that was such a hidden thing because nobody knew about it. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, but WB just has so much going on with them outside of that. They also have Discovery because of the merger that happened and. We don't even know how much this universe is going to continue now because Discovery does not like to lose money. Yeah. And they have not been the biggest money draw lately because of the past couple of years that's connected to this, the biggest ones talked about are Aquaman because it made a billion dollars. So we knew that it was going to be a sequel no matter what the shit happens. Yeah. Even including the sh- shitting on the bed. Uh, Damn it. And 
people constantly talked about the Snyder Cut and how much they fought for that and it got made and you know it got more positive reception than the original cut I heard heard nothing but constant bitching about the air cut yeah but it's ever gonna happen it doesn't need to it doesn't because I mean we we had we have James Gunn's Suicide Squad and it was awesome that was perfectly fine yes and great so put that one to bed and just to say this, uh, I don't expect David Ayer's cut to be much better. I've seen his other work. It's just the same thing over and over again. That's, that's also the thing. I, you know, I'm, we're not going to go too much into it, but with WB and DC not releasing the right cut of the movie right away, they always release that, I feel like, rushed cut of the movie. Yeah. And they're like, okay... You know, with that in theaters, now we're going to wait a year and release the extended cut. I feel like that, that, I hope that's not a continuing thing they keep doing, but I don't know. It That is just always a hard line to ride because apparently there are some directors, like for some reason Zack Snyder, that need three and a half hours to tell his story. <laughs> and I'm like... I'm all for giving the right amount of time that somebody needs to tell their story. I mean, we just had the Batman that is almost three hours long, and we didn't care because we felt like that was exactly how much time it needed with the style of the movie it was. But if you're a studio and you see how very long movies tend to not make their budget back because that means less showings in the theater. There's no prime example more than Blade Runner. But that's just the Blade Runner curse. Um, And I mean, if you were to tell me that there's a four-hour movie to go see, I'm going to question whether to go see it in the theater. Because I'll be like, unless you have an intermission, I don't know if I can do that. Because then there's 30 minutes of trailers. See, I have a feeling the air cut would be three and a half hours long. Then with the trailer, would be four hours. Because it, the people keep saying there was so much that they did not put in it. And so much of um, Joker yeah. that they did not put in the movie. But I feel like it's going to just be Jared Leto's coming out party. And, you know, and there's so much other stuff I have heard that they cut out of the movie. So I don't know... I mean, I'm I'm, going to just guess because I'm just going based off of what I have seen David Ayer make. I think that cut is a little over two hours long, the cut that we've seen. I want to say maybe at most 245, maybe two and a half. He's not the deepest person when it comes to directing stuff. I I could be wrong, but I think he directed Training Day, which is his... Mm -hmm most received thing but every other thing has the same vibe and storyline other than that i've also seen end of watch which i did enjoy but you know when you make the same thing over and over again he also did bright okay which was supposed to be bright too but because of will smith's stuff that got put back and canceled i'm like you know what i'm happy that got canceled i couldn't stand bright 
so directors releasing their version, it's always a tricky thing because it's both past and present on the director's cut is better or the studio involved too much or the studio did involve, but they did it for the right thing and made it better. So you don't know until you see the product. So I'm glad that's never a decision I'm in. <laughs> I just get to see the product and say, that was either good or shit. <laughs> yeah. And if you, how many bathroom breaks can you take in between? Well, especially if it's that four-hour cut. Yeah. That would be... Like, well, when Titanic came out on VHS, mm-hmm. I think it was two cassette tapes? Yeah, it was. And Just like, uh, I think Braveheart was? Yeah. And I was like, well, I mean, that's kind of just really funny because it was so, I don't remember being that long when I first saw it because I was really young. Yeah. But it's stuff like that where how many video cassettes would it have taken, you know, the Snyder Cut to be? I mean, two or three probably. I think you can, this is just me probably shitballing here, but like, Maybe two and a half hours you could put on of tape. Yeah, I don't know what the cutoff is. Long that's why here. that's why digital is so much better for it. Yeah. It can store so much more memory. Oh yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, that's kind of went off there at the end with yeah. like our whole thought process on that. But uh, is it, and this is one of our longer episodes. <laughs> so we're about two hours, so. Uh, uh, hopefully, if you guys enjoyed this, please subscribe to this and you know share around and stuff. And uh, if you want to follow us on any socials, we can plug them right here. So if you want to, go ahead. Uh, Nickers Chicken on Twitter. Um, Nick Wood on Facebook. That's about it. Um, GuyoLoco89 on Twitter. Ian Novak on Facebook. And, you know... Uh, I don't know necessarily what's coming out soon because last I looked at it, August didn't have too much. I'm intrigued by one. I think it actually comes out this next Friday, the 5th, and that's Bullet Train. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, that looks like yeah a, a weird, funner version of John Wick almost. Right? Yeah. Directed by the guy who did Deadpool 2. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, well, that's just hopefully a good time. So, because lately, there's not been a whole lot. Yeah. There's there's two animated movies playing that I'm like, uh, sure. Yeah. Pause of Fury, and uh, DC Super Pets. Super Pets. But nothing that I felt like I have to go to the theater to see. That, um, Vengeance was released yesterday too, and that was a weird trailer. B.J. Novak directed it, I think wrote it, but I think he was in the office. Yeah. And it was weird, because I saw Ashton Kutcher was in it, and he had like a cowboy hat. I don't really know. From the trailer, it's kind of hard to see what the movie is, so I don't know. I don't know which way to gauge that. But, I mean, it's just been a string of weeks of just like... And August is... Nothing comes out. August is, well... I guess She-Hulk comes out. Yeah, so streaming. So streaming stuff, but as far as theater stuff goes, I don't think it's going to be a little bit. But that that only kind of opens the doors for possible special 
subjects on here. Yeah. So that's the only thing I can kind of tease, possibly. That if we wanted to, we could do something different. So, but uh, other than that, see you guys next time. Uh, of course, this has always been fun. Uh, hopefully, next time we might either have somebody else or something else to talk about. So, uh, I do want to try to plan at least a rotten egg, possibly, and if possible, try to start a classic egg thing which I've been kind of talking to Damon about but I don't know where to go about it and you know we might get to talk actually about our experience after a certain event that'll happen in August too so but bunch of possible topics coming up but you know we'll see when we get there but until then see you guys be safe